This is Hey Beautiful, the podcast where we binge and recap every episode of How I Met Your Mother. No spoilers. So suit up, grab a sandwich, and settle in. Hey, Kate. Hey, Caitlin. We're here. I can't even. We're on camera for season six. Crazy, crazy girl. Crazy Should we do girl. more like TikTok <laughs> sounds to amuse ourselves? Or? We definitely need a TikTok account. No, I'm just kidding. We definitely don't. I cannot run I was gonna or say, participate like, in another social media account. You would break your back from carrying the weight yeah. of all of that. So I, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. It's all good. It's all good. But welcome, everybody. It's season six, and we're doing all of our episodes from now on on YouTube, as well yeah. as wherever you listen to podcasts. So you guys get to see oh, us yeah. every every other week with a with a fresh recap of a very old show that we all love so much. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, this is just wild. Okay. Don't be nervous. Yes. We've I been doing these for hair. we've been doing these for Patreon for a couple months now right yeah since the last january yeah the last few episodes of um of how i met your mother season five as well as all of the how i met your father so mm-hmm. it's not different it's but it not is. different but it is it feels different well because you added the sound so that was That's like true yeah i did pipe in our our theme song which curve. is cool which but i will it, be doing again heads up i will be doing it again for when we do our okay our little ad read in a minute but I will say to the people watching or listening, if you've been with us since season one, you know we'll figure it out eventually. Yeah. yeah. Like, right? well, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. Just, you've, you know, you've been through a lot worse. <laughs> yeah. So just bear bear with us, please. Yeah. As um, we're this out. But yeah. So happy season six. Here we are. You can see our beautiful faces. I chose not to like shower and get into my jammies. So I was like, I mm-hmm. should probably like look a little bit alive for the first one at the very least, you know, but it's fine. Yeah, whatever. Next time, uh, if you want to be rocking the sweats or whatever, oh, however sure. you're comfortable, we for always, sure co- we're always recording immediately after dinner. Yeah. What'd you have? Oh, I had a Greek salad. What did you have? Um, burgers. Ooh. And, but it was a HelloFresh burger, which is fine. It's great because it's like usually different sauce or whatever, but this one was a little sad because Jack, isn't around to help us cook. He's isolating mm-hmm. in his room. And so it was one with like fried pickles and mm. fancy things. And we just said, it's just normal burger night. Like nothing Aww. fancy. Yeah. But it's still good. Bummer. Good. Liz has gotten really good at smash burgers because we got <sighs> the burger. We press. got a, yeah, no, well, we got a griddle, the, like a, oh, a that's propane right. griddle that mm-hmm. we have in the, um, the garage, which we use with the door open. Of course. Uh, so she doesn't die, but she's That's gotten really, fun. really good at the that really thin, crispy burger. So we got um, plates for our grill. We took the grill on our propane go, bleh, grill. Mm-hmm. We took the grates off of it and we just have like the cast iron top. And then Jack has a burger press. Oh, They're so good. And then so sometimes good. we'll do grill potatoes, which is really just kind of like home fries almost, mm. but like outside. So it feels different. Dude, home fries are good any time of day, so that's agreed. Fine. Agreed. Um, but anyway, let's get into the reason. Speaking we're of all good, here. any kind of day. Hey, Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, He's I good. just anything. I love him. I just saw the trailer for his new show, uh, which is called Uncoupled, and it's mm-hmm. coming to Netflix in July. Looks like it's a 
breakup show about actually his show and Josh Radner's show are both like about these middle-aged men who are getting divorced, divorced. or uncoupled. But I don't think I don't think Josh is the the lead on his show because he just got added to it. Um mm. like it was just announced. So interesting. But yeah, so and we also don't know because all right, so we have Neil Patrick Harris's show coming out on Netflix in July, and then mm-hmm. Josh Radner's show, Fleischman is in trouble, is coming out some point in 2022 on Hulu. Not sure, Not sure when that'll be, but we will definitely be watching both of those. Mm-hmm. We'll give a little probably like Patreon only recap. Hell yeah, that sounds good. Um, you know, what also sounds good. Look at all these like good things, all these I really know. smooth, subtle segues. Um. Carter Bay's new book, The Mutual Friend, it comes out in early June. You can pre-order it now. Yeah. Um, and Kate, you and I have kind of talked a little bit behind the scenes about doing like maybe a little giveaway. Yeah. I think it would be a great idea. This summer. Yeah. So we Probably, can like ooh, read yeah. it and right. That'll be awesome. And that's only in like like three, four weeks, right? June. Early June. Oh, yeah. It's so soon, Caitlin. School's so crazy. It's Ugh. so soon. It's Don't so worry. Bad. I like want it to be early June, but I also am like terrified of early June. I know I'm just gonna black out for the next three weeks. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. So I can't I can't wait to read the book. I need like a good summer book. And yeah. I mean he's a great writer. So I he's really can't wait. Writer. And I love what I like the reviews and stuff that like Carter has posted on like his social media accounts. All like it sounds delightful. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. We'll definitely do a giveaway once it's out and about. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it'll be fun for all of us to to read it this summer and chat about it. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, Also this summer, we've kind of tossed around the idea of doing a summer meetup and yeah. Kate, I remember you had thrown a poll out there to the fans to see what <clears> area <throat> of the of the country I know makes sense. I know. so wild so I wild know. yeah it looks like I mean it looks like uh northeast is good midwest mm-hmm. would be good as well yeah I was really hoping for more in California because I want to go to Palm Me Springs too. uh so maybe we'll just do that anyway <laughs> I have a lot of here for that. Right? Honestly, um, I mean, that's so show, we'll right? S- yeah, we'll see. We'll see what we've got um, on our plates this summer. It would be awesome to do one um, and to see people if that's of interest. It's always just nerve wracking mm-hmm. for me, not meeting people. I'm fine with that. But like, <laughs> me too. Playing. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> oh. um, but like, I always worry that we'll plan something and people won't show up. Not in a way of like nobody likes us, but just like stuff comes up and the whole thing kind of just falls apart. Yeah. You know, yeah. so that's that's my worry because unless we're doing Northeast, we're going to be flying somewhere. So we got to know that people really want to yeah, do it. Fantastic. So, yeah, I want to like make Northeast sure. Northeast is like not as big a deal for us. Right. Because we're here. And, and like – if we if we knew there were going to be a bunch of people, we could do like a live show to some degree. But I I I think that that's maybe I'm underselling our, our popularity. But I just feel like we might be that might not be our level at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I feel like is that like a thing? People going to like live recordings of podcasts because I've only yeah. you know, Dax Shepard went to one of those and it was like in a a theater like huge yeah. so it's like hard to like picture a venue for us i mean i i would love to think we could fill 
I think we could fill like a coffee shop, which would be fine. Yeah. Like that would be okay. really cool. Um, so I mean, if, we'll think about we it. Could just, like, we could just have like two other people there that weren't us. <laughs> just be like, thoughts? <laughs> just give the microphone yeah, over? Yeah. That'll be fine. So <laughs> yeah, stay tuned for that. Well, we're going to keep talking about it um, and noodling and trying to figure out how many people we're thinking would be there. And if we can't do a live recording, like just to hang out is fine. I've been dying to play the the Himium Cards Against Humanity and I have no one to play oh, with. So yeah. I have it just like in a box unopened okay. for years now. So, I mean, we could... We could do that even, you know, I, like, I mean, just, honestly. just something fun to do with, with you guys. So stay yeah. tuned for more on that. We will, we will update you guys when we have an update basically. Yeah. yeah. We'll tell you when there's a meet. We'll tell you about a meetup when there's a meetup to tell you about. That's right. <laughs> have a baby with your butt. <laughs> I can't think under these conditions. <sighs> oh God. This episode's so funny. Um, Okay, the next the next bit is sad. Um, so I, we just want to give a final thank you, a huge heartwarming um, debt of gratitude to Rachel's Cookies and Treats. They are huge fans of the show, fans of the podcast, and they have been our sponsor for two seasons now. Has it been two, or was it just all of this last year? Oh, I, I think it's two seasons. You guys would know better than us. What? I lose track, but Same. time doesn't exist. I can't. Time is not real. Especially um, about the seasons of the show. Yeah, I know it's it's too much. <laughs> so anyway, they are they are no longer the sponsors. It's not a reflection on the show or our relationship with them. It's just they're moving on to other things. Yeah, we love I'm them still the so much. We thank mm-hmm. you all for. Um, supporting them in in their in their endeavors. So, if you still love Rachel's cookies and treats, keep ordering. We do. Yeah, we for Order for sure still will. Um, so there will be no more Rachel's cookies and treats ads going forward, as far as we know. And this has nothing to do with you, Vanessa. Yeah, Vanessa. <laughs> if for some reason Vanessa is still listening, you're still listening. This is not about you. Okay? This is not about you. But we just made it about you. So that's fine. <laughs> that's totally fine. Fine. Um, fine. Oh, and we ha- and we have two new patrons Ooh. to our, our little Patreon club, uh, Marina and Kolpesh. So thank you both for joining. Thank you. Thank you. We are up to over 70 now, which is really incredible. And I never thought that would happen. So maybe we'll hit 100 this year. Maybe that's a goal. That's nuts. I mean, it's pretty cheap. You'll hear more about it later. Don't worry. <laughs> um, Caitlin, do we have any new reviews? Uh, I feel like we have one, but I don't. New reviews. Hey, we have 149. That's pretty exciting. That's really good. All Shout right. out to us. When was the last time? <laughs> April 12th? April 12th, I don't know if we – yeah, read that one. It's fine. Read that one. If we got to read it again, that's that's okay. Did we read one from Nina too, April 1st? I think we did because we said it was maybe – I feel like I made a joke about it not being in April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we did that one. I think it's the one after that. This is from The Ronarchy. Mm-hmm. I think that's Ronnie who's one of our newer patrons, so shout oh, out. Thanks, Ronnie. Um, okay, hold on. 
this, now I'm getting nervous because it gets cut off. Don't Remember? panic. Don't panic. Do you want me to do it? Yeah. It just, it stops and I'm pretty sure it keeps going. And yeah. I, don't I think it's what I need to do to look at it. That's Everyone hold, hold on to your butts. But then I can't. Yeah, I'm going to go to podcasts and open it. So maybe that that's be probably a better thing for me to have tried. Okay, the Ronarchy. Oh, it's short. It says, P.S. I love this podcast. Future callback. What does this podcast do, you ask? Please. If there were a front porch test for podcasts, this one would pass in my book. Thank you, Ronnie. Five stars from Ronnie. Thank you so much to the Ronarchy. I'm assuming it's it's Ronnie. Um, they've been very... Uh, active lately so i'm assuming that that's from them so thank you so much ronnie thank you ronnie we appreciate that but i'm yeah. also mad why what what happened because i thought it said mine has more yours has more to it that was all yeah, that was in that one past my book it says i'm a huge hymnum fan but somehow lack other people in my friend group that enjoy it like me this podcast fills that void kate and caitlin are uh-huh. awesome and their love of the show is apparent in every episode of hey beautiful they're a little hard on themselves for the first dozen or so episodes, which just drove them to make a higher quality podcast. That's right. Wait, we didn't even we didn't even read that when I was saying something about that. But okay, then it says, "Is Hey Beautiful a duck? Is it better than a tur- tur- turn turkey key RK?" <laughs> and then it gets cut off. Oh, so why the heck didn't mine show the whole thing? I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> I don't know what the problem is, but. Let me – all right. Let me try on my phone. We're going to try one final this is way. Because <laughs> this is clearly an epic review and I really want the, Ronnie to see what it says. Like it's a yeah. good one. Like the a lot – joke after joke after joke. Just. Just hit after hit. Thank um, you. That's what I meant. That's what the kid, how the kids say it. No, it just cuts off there. I, I On my phone, it's the same. Okay. Okay. So it's so, not just – But you see how you, you get – Okay. Not crazy. Yes. No, no, you're not crazy. It it cuts off well, on my phone I mean, too. Yeah. yeah, but thank you, Ronnie. Uh, clearly, an awesome, an awesome review that it, yeah. it just got was so awesome. It got cut off. I don't know why. Um, but I think that that's it, right, Caitlin? Yeah, that's all our that's all our housekeeping for today. So. Stay tuned at the end of this episode for 10 legendary moments from listeners like you. And now let's get into big days. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon pals, especially our almighty five members, Adam, Tish, Johnny, and Ben. Our Patreon family has over 70 members and counting, and our sliding scale means no matter what you pay, you can enjoy all the perks that we offer. You'll get early access to every episode we make, private live streams with us, exclusive caps of How I Met Your Father, and more. And we've got a ton of like super fun ideas for live streams coming up, so get on it. So you can join for as little as $2 a month at patreon.com slash heybeautifulpod. Good job. That was really awesome. You did a really good job on that first read of our of our ad. You're, I didn't you're realize it was different until <laughs> I started angling on I, I did say that I rewrote it. I know. It's, but that was been a long day. It's, it's fine. Time before, yeah. Yeah, it's all good. It's all but good. I hope you can see it on my face <laughs> as I realized the words were different and panicked. There's no need to panic.
There's no need to panic. It's all relatability when it's not perfect. You know what I mean? That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That's fine. Oh, all right. Let's do this. Let's get into it. So this is season six, episode one. It's episode 113. It is Whoa. Big Days. Um, first aired on September 20th, 2010 and was written by, of course, Carter Big. <laughs> Carter Bays and Craig Thomas. Uh, you guys also need to know before we continue that Caitlin blew a huge Clint level cloud of smoke right before she sat down. So just know that if you hear there's a little tripping, calling me out. It's okay. I'm just I'm contextualizing it. It's also late. And it's late. And it's late. This is later than we usually do it. Um, 50 guys. Who's the director on this one? Pam Fryman. Pam Fryman. Our girl. Our girl. Yeah. All right. So where where did I put my notes? Because I started this partially in my oh, You Better Work nice. journal. From One of these days we're going to have to talk about Britney Spears's recent oh. Instagram stuff. But today's not the day. There's too much It could to be a Patreon about. video. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. So anyway, so we start off with um, future Ted narrating to the kids. We're back in like the house um, telling us that there are two big days in your relationship when you, the day you meet and then the day you marry her. And we cut to, we get to see like this little white steeple. It's like a blue sky. Like this is clearly a church, um, right. you know, very beautiful setting. Um, and we see a man or a person wearing a tuxedo walking out. They've got two beers, um, and we're not sure who it is, but eventually, you know, camera pans out and we see that it's Marshall and he comes over and he's got two beers. Um, and he also notices that Ted is nervous because he is ripping apart his beer label bottle. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, you know, like, oh, what's going on? Like, are you nervous? Ted's like, no, nah, I'm just hoping it doesn't rain. Why do I look nervous? And he's like, look at your beer. And then like, but we don't get any answers. Like, we're just like, we don't what? know. We don't know who, what's going on. It seems, it seems like it's his wedding, right? Because they're talking yes. about there's two big days. Yeah. And then there's Ted and Marshall would be his best man. Right. Yeah. So it seems like this is, it this seems is like it. this is his day. Right? right. But we don't get anything more than that. And it's like, like I always say at the beginning of a season of this show, it's like we're being shot out of a cannon because nobody in this group besides the married people is anywhere close to getting married at the start of season six. So, right. and, and who, like, you're not, you don't stash beers behind the pulpit if, unless you're in the wedding. Well, yeah, and he's have got some the, sort of like intimate connection with, you know, like you wouldn't just. Yeah. Go do that. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to a co-worker's wedding in a couple weeks. I wouldn't not gonna Right. And he's got the the boutonniere and everything. Yeah, so yeah, it's like got, it's very yeah, clear. Yeah, they are they are both the in party. this wedding. Mm-hmm. And we assume that it's the, it's Ted's wedding because they're right. talking about the two big days. But this whole episode is a is a troll. It's a it's a they're trolling us in the best way, right? Yeah. The the misdirection is is just incredible. So it's the best. Why it's, it's the part best. of why we love the show. It's the best. Um, so, yeah, so we like we swoop back to the present day 
And, you know, it is a sad day indeed, as Barney proclaims, that it is, of course, the season of exposed skin is over. <laughs> um, <laughs> RIP to sundresses. Right? Which is honestly, that's one of my saddest days of the year as well. I, I love know. a sundress. Me too. Sundress season is great. And not for looking at girls in sundresses, but wearing them. They're the oh, best. Wearing them. The best. So comfy. Sundress season is he, is upon us. I know. I know. It's, it's here. Chris told me that the weather's going to be so beautiful all day this or all week. And I was like, oh, <gasps> yay. That's so exciting. Yeah. So very exciting. Um, so yeah. So Barney is like so upset, so sad. He's got all these like super fun riddles for Ted to like guess, which if you want to, if you feel so inclined, you can head on over to Barney's blog where he's got all sorts of uh, of riddles for us that, you know, you guys can look at and solve. I figured there might be a a, yeah. a blog about this one. They're, they're like not bad. Like, I mean, I can read them yeah, out. Riddle, riddle us riddle a few. Yeah. Right. Riddle me this. <laughs> I like the blog post. It's summer breeze up the summer skirt. Um, what flowing cotton frock sends a dude's minute, minute hand straight to minute hand. Woo. To straight to 12 minute o'clock. hand. <laughs> but it's like a mega riddle because there's like certain letters that like, you know, that you pick from each answer. And then it mm-hmm. creates like a word to answer a larger one. I don't know what that kind of puzzle is called, but. I don't know. It's a sundress. Sundress, of course, is the answer. What strappy upper favors the double D cupper? Hmm. Sundress. Double, yeah. I mean, bigger titties do look nice in a sundress. I will give that to Barney. I will give that to Barney What's for sure. Hmm. Isn't sundress the answer to all of them? No, it's not. They're different. What, like, what two piece swimmer makes the testes simmer? That's the oh. key. Worn too tight, what what pelvic shield of denim can lead to premature male venom. That would be hot pants. Hot pants. Oh, okay. So it's not just tiny number cut above the knees would stop a man's heart if she ever dropped her keys. A mini skirt. Mini skirt. Yeah, Yeah, that has to be it. So mini skirt, hot pants, bikini, sundress. What strappy upper favors the double D? Copper? I was like halter? Oh, maybe a halter not A bra? No. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven letters. Oh, Where's God. Will Shorts when you need I know, them? right? God damn it, Will Shorts. I've been doing the New York Times crossword every day. It's like my oh, new thing. It, I got Jack a subscription for Christmas. Nice. Yeah. And so now, I'm, that's, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. But I, I don't know what that would be. Well, here's the mega riddle. So you would use... Uh, the letters. Yeah. Autumn nears and chicks bundle up to hide their boobs from bros. So in our heads is where we go to, hmm, their frumpy clothes. Mm-hmm. To It's five letters. Like some somehow take off. Oh, okay. Hmm. Good job. Good cool. job to the blog. Being... Being gross. No, was, I mean, that. like you had to put some thought into that. Yeah. Right? No, that's really, that's clever. That's clever. Yeah. So anyway, so Ted's like, dude, I got to grade these papers. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Yeah. Leave me alone. And be- uh, Barney just keeps pestering Ted and won't stop until he notices the beer label. And he's like, dude, what's going on? What are you nervous about? Mm-hmm. And so like, again, immediately we see this, this tell from Ted that something's up. Yeah. Um, 
And, and so Ted tells him that like, there's a super like pretty girl over by the bar. And so he's like feeling a little nervous about it. And <laughs> Barney's like, where, where I, I want to see a pretty girl. And he's like, look so like, Meh. and I felt mm-hmm. like watching Ted, reaction which i felt like was more josh radner's i felt like he was like really laughing at neil patrick harris he's just yeah and so and i love this way um he's like no i'm gonna be cool i'll be cool he's like boom and he like turns around (laughs) and it's just like so obvious and he's just like his and he does like the scan like the really quick scan He's so freaking good. He's so good. And it reminds me of Chris. Like anytime I'm like, I'll be like smiling at him. I'm like, hey, don't turn around. But there's, you mm-hmm. know, he goes, what? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do you Ugh. see how I'm not moving my mouth? <laughs> do you hear how I'm whispering? I expect a reply in kind. Context clues are important. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So Barney tells him that he does nothing to worry about. He doesn't even need to be nervous. And he can tell him why in just one little eensy teensy word and so like you know like what 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 could and it barney be? just says dibs <laughs> problem solved problem solved so we don't need to worry the about it anymore mine. because barney has called dibs on him and there was this i was reading on like the wiki page of this was kind of like a runner and that like ted is slow to call dibs because we saw this in robots versus wrestlers where they're in after they get into the uh, elevator with Marissa Heller. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's calling dibs on things nobody wants. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, One thing from this scene, I think it's like the big thing that I haven't mentioned. Well, it's not a big thing, but I I agree that if a girl is at a bar reading, do not bother her. Don't bother her. Yeah, shields that is up. shields up. Which uh, when I after my first watch, I thought it was Robin who'd said that, but it was Ted who said, "Yeah, she shields up." So good job, Ted. You were right. Leave her and, alone. Yeah, leave her alone. You even see her switch from her book to her headphones. Like in the background, I could see her like putting oh. headphones in. That's another thing. If a girl don't. is in headphones, don't ever bother her. Come on, people. Come on. Yeah. Oh my God. Stop. Fucking stop. Um. <laughs> So after the cut, we are still at the bar and they're debating implied dibs. And of course, Barney's about to launch into this huge history lesson about Sir Walter dibs and the SS dibs, which is all very funny. And I kind of wish we'd gotten that story. Me too, but Ted's like, I don't want to take history lesson. I'm like, but I do. I do, Ted. I do, Ted. God. Uh, Yeah. And and now we're getting into the Carter base, the basin. Thomas thing where it's one scene, but there are two things happening at the same time. So we'll try uh, to do this. I just tried to keep it Barney Ted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you want me to talk about the Barney Ted and do you want to talk about the Marshall Lily? Okay, cool. All right. So that's happening. Ted decides he wants to go talk to her. And I said, they're really (laughs) trolling us here because Barney says, sure, go ahead. Talk to her. Fall in love with her. Get married. And, you know, we've just seen a wedding. We've just seen the wedding. We've just seen a wedding, right? So we're thinking, oh, these are all little winks. And we're just so, we're just so simple. We're such simpletons for thinking that that's what it would be. And he already says them when I, because when I give my best man speech, Mm -hmm. is that why you're nervous, Ted? Because you remembered what Barney said he would do in this situation? Ha, 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 ha. Exactly. 
Exactly. But I love the the fantasy sequence. I love everyone's reactions. Oh my god, it's so fucking good. Lily faints. Lily passing like- out, and then also watching actively as uh, Barney and this mystery woman start having Go sex on the table. Like we we could just do it right here. Yeah, but what, even she was like, "You have to know that I didn't yeah. know." She did great. That was awesome. She um, was so good. Yeah. Yeah, she I was she was great. Um, but anyway, there's that bit. So yeah, he's gonna go talk to to her eventually, but we'll see. But before he can, in comes the real shields up, which is Robin looking like I do most days. Like, like you don't <laughs> exist for the male gaze, right? Like I, when I saw her, I was like, I remember seeing this for the first, first time, being like, "Damn!" And now I'm like, "Yeah, that's that's COVID chic." That's COVID. That is COVID attire. It is. I loved the like very specific pattern of like the hoodie or whatever she was wearing because it looks it looks stained, you know, and like really old. But I think it's just like the pattern on the fabric. Like it was just really well chosen. I know. I was like, there's no stains. Yeah, it's clean. Her hair is her hair is fine. Yeah, she brought her own snacks. That are like my neutral is is Robin's rock fucking bottom. I was just like <laughs> my neutral. I get it. I understand. Like I understand it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So she comes in looking like she's been through the pandemic, and we learned that it's been months since we last saw everybody. But Robin is still reeling from her breakup with Don, so she's been just in a funk basically since two weeks after he left because that's the first time we see her looking like this in this flashback where Ted's Mm -hmm. just, you know, telling her that whatever she needs and Robin has to warn Ted that she's going to come at him with everything she has um, and try to have sex with him when she's feeling bad. And he assures her that that would never happen. He would never let that happen. And then they cut to, her in that outfit mm-hmm. two weeks after she first said that and just, you know, I'm ready to have sex now. I loved all the snacks she had just piled so around. many. And so many of them together in her mouth. <laughs> just like, got to respect all it. All falling out. Um, I will say two things. One, she's never been funnier than in this episode. Totes, totes. So shields down. Shields Wait, up Robin is the best. Totes. Yeah. yeah. Totes, she, totes. Yeah, she doesn't give a fuck. She's like, no fries for this guy. Yes. <laughs> that one was so good. And then when she calls the girl Reedy McGee, that's like <laughs> one of my favorite lines of the whole fucking show. And I, like when they let Robin be funny. Yes. We've said and we've said this all along, but it's something about her not being all dolled up where she's just mm-hmm. full like zero fucks. I you know, you and I always talk about like funny is like tops every everything else that you could be you know yes. like always always like, be ugly always to be man. funny like being ugly Please. is funny <laughs> so be it funny is. yeah it's you can't be as funny as you could be without losing the fear of being ugly right exactly that's what it is exactly. if you're always and, worried about looking a little bit pretty right and well that's and i think that's what when men are like women aren't funny it's like you guys are the reason that some women don't let themselves be funny. So shut the fuck mm-hmm. up. Anyway, the other the other thing was 
that in that flashback, we see Robin in this, like, it's like a magenta top with a red, they almost look like lapels, and then little black, like, tuxedo buttons. And I will say, this is, like, the first time we really see her in a menswear-inspired mm. piece. And that is a huge trend going forward, and she looks so good. So I'm glad that we've gotten to the menswear-inspired stuff. Yeah. Because she's, she just carries it so well. <clears throat> um, and I do also love Barney's line of, you're, you're exquisite. Let me paint you. So <laughs> I you, you must let Barney. me paint you. Yeah. He's so <laughs> great. All right. So <gasps> what's up? What's up with the uh, marshmallow and lily pad these days? Yeah. So they're not at the bar when everyone else gets there because they are home trying to have a baby, like doing all the things that they need to. Lily's got a playlist ready to go. It's got like really sexy music for like to get them in the mood. Then it's got some like really fast-paced banjo music for when they're actually doing it. Um, (laughs) You know, Marshall hasn't touched himself in a week. Lily's read all the books, takes her temperature every 20 seconds. Um, And, yeah, so, like, tonight's the night they're going to try. Like, you know, it sounds like Lily's been doing a lot of tracking with, like, her cycle and all of that. Um, But before we can even find out what happens, like, we see them arrive at the bar, and they're just, like, pissed. And it doesn't look like they just spent – the, a night having unprotected sex, which Marshall right. was very excited about. So come to find out, like Marshall comes home and he is just ready to go. Um, and Lily's just like not in the mood. You know, she has a different <laughs> outfit on from when he first called her. Um, and she's like, a, a package arrived. And he's like, yeah, it did. No, Marshall, like a package from your dad is like still weird, but okay. Like, I yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like, he's just trying to go with it. Ugh. Um, and I love how he like frantically comes in. He's like, no, no time. Let's just like do it right here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so no, Marshall, like, look, he mailed the, something. So Marshall like turns his attention and there is a beautiful like bassinet um, that Mr. Erickson, who's Marshall's best friend, made for him in his wood shop as like a good luck kind of like yeah. getting ready for the baby sort of thing. Right. And Lily's livid because like, how could you tell him that? And so now we're back at the bar and Marshall's like, oh, like, he's my best friend. To which Ted and Barney are like, whoa. You don't really but, get that much with for Marshall. Like he, it's usually uh, Ted, yeah. it's usually Ted saying Marshall's his best friend. So to see them both being jealous is really a nice that. turning on its head of the of yeah. the little trope there. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Um, so yeah, so Lily's pissed and like stomps off and Ted goes to like, sort of like comfort Marshall and he's like, no, I like, he's like, don't even touch me. I hate what's he say? Like I'm a light breeze away from having a big problem. Yeah. And then the stupid joke of like, he catches sight of Robin mm-hmm. getting something out of her teeth yeah. and is cured. Yeah. Um, it's like whatever. when she was at the gym and Ted was like, yeah, gone. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I was thinking. That they had that fight at the apartment. They were like, we need to go litigate this at the bar because they don't live upstairs. So they had to take a fucking cab angry at each other to go to the bar. To get the friends to weigh in. (laughs) To get the friends to weigh in on this and and just like deal with it. Um, And as all that's going on, Ted is trying to buy Barney's dibs. But then in comes Cindy. who we are reminded was the mother's roommate. Um, And things did not end well 
which we find out, uh, which we didn't really see last last season. We just it kind of just was done. And maybe she was a little embarrassed. But yeah, they both are still working and on campus. And so we we get a quick flashback to him in the hallway with her. Yeah. And this is the this is the best Rachel Bilson is in this whole show. She's like, oh, hi, Cindy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So good. Oh God. It's just so immature, but I love it. Um, Yeah. And so of course, Ted immediately goes to, Oh my God, Cindy had a roommate that was perfect for him Mm -hmm. in theory. Right. And now she's at the bar talking to this girl. Maybe that's the roommate. And again, they're just hooking us in. Like, oh, my God, this is when all the stars align, beginning yep. of season six. Like, again, just just totally punked. Cindy, we already know the mother yes. is Cindy's roommate. We all, you know, Ted is at a wedding with Marshall. Mm-hmm. He's nervous about something. Like, there's so many things. What is happening? And we think, and this is where we, this is where we fuck up, is we think that it's going to be, from this point, a linear journey to seeing the mother like very soon just because we've been in her apartment yeah adorable just, yeah that we think the next like three episodes yeah, we've then, seen the house too like we like right we think that we're we're gonna see her right away no so, and that that makes me think just now of um when i was in a writing workshop i might have talked about this on here but like some of the best advice i got was to keep a story interesting, you have to keep putting things in the way of your main character getting what they want. Mm. Because we all want Ted to just immediately get, we just want to see the the what the mother, right? We're all impatient for it. But the show kind of ends when that happens, right? So he was saying, the, the author was saying that you could make a story about someone just wanting a glass of milk. So interesting. And people would read it for like a hundred pages if they just kept almost getting that milk and then not getting that milk for like whatever reasons it was. So that's the mother is milk in this show. Mm -hmm. And so even when you think there's no possible way it could be put off any longer, it's going to get put off a little longer. It gets put off. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that was that's where we're at. Ted is just like <gasps> he thinks it might be her. We think it might be her. He's got to see those ankles. Yeah, and he's got to see them ankles, which are inconvenient. Can we just talk about the footwear, the peep toe, the like, peep toe boot, booty? What is the, the point? What is the point what? of any of that? I can't imagine that would look good standing up. Like it's it's not bad sitting. But just imagine all that weight at the bottom of the leg with a mini skirt. I mean, I definitely wore Uggs and mini skirts. So, but it's like slouchy. It's like slouchy. There's a heel. There's too oh, yeah, much. It's, it's so much. <laughs> there's so there's much. Like a plaid going on. skirt, and then it was like a layered hot pink and white top. There's just a lot. This girl's adorable, though. Yes, this girl can't be a lesbian wearing something like that. I'll just say that <laughs> those shoes are way too um, unfunctional. We love, Maybe. we love a sensible shoe, a and sensible that is shoe? not sensible in any direction. Maybe she was like not very far into her coming out journey. Mm, yeah, just working it out. She's yeah. like, are these? 
Did she's like a boot, okay? right? Yeah. Boots are gay, right? Boot, but like make it femme. Yeah. <laughs> God. <sighs> oh, yeah. So anyway, so back in the corner of McLaren's, Marshall and Lily are having like, you know, this like legitimate discussion about what is too much information to share with your coworkers, your family, like wh- where's like the line for what mm-hmm. is too much? Um, and, you know, also, as we see at the end of the episode, like relative strangers, like what what should you really be telling people about like such <laughs> right. intimate piece, pieces of your life? So yeah, Lovely asks him if, if he told people at work and... <laughs> He's like, oh, a couple people. And we see him getting ready to leave. And he has a secretary, like, blast, like, this, like, rock music that's just, like, amped up. And we have, like, I couldn't think of – what's the name for it when it's, like, a peep – like, a dance tunnel? Or, like, what yeah, is Yeah, it's, that? like, a tunnel. Yeah. I would call it, like, Whatever, a gauntlet, like, but not, like – but it's, like, a good gauntlet, so. Yeah, I couldn't think of, like, what I wanted to call it. But, like, people are just, like, shouting things at him, like, you know – that's you know what that is. That's a that's an ass first ride down the dance floor spank canyon, is what he went through, <laughs> right? That yes, was a high five yes. canyon right there. Wow, <laughs> callbacks. That was really good. Thank you. Really good. Thank you so um, much. So yeah, so it's like people are shouting things that I'm just kind of <clears> like <throat> boosting his ego, and I love he does like the elevator kick. Yes, um, but yeah, Best I would part. say like. Telling people that you're just starting the journey of like trying to have a baby, like probably that could I could understand how some people might think that's too many people to share. Yeah, especially how difficult it is to actually make a baby the first time to mm-hmm. blow your load, so to speak, on that first one, on the first attempt is just is not it's naive. Really it's naive. It's clear that, you know, like you said, Lily's been reading the books and he's just been not touching himself. To prepare for this. Good for you. Good for you. Good for um, you. And so, you know, Marshall Marshall apologizes for telling, like, his coworkers, but he won't apologize for telling his dad because it's his dad. But you can see from Lily's perspective how he's just a little too involved. Mm, um, yeah. He knows all the intimate details, like the fact that she still hasn't changed her last name. He knows what, you know, the, he contacted the DMV and like her American Express, like to get that process started. Um, For the name you know, change. He knows, yeah. yeah, the name change. Like he knows that they're fighting. He tells uh, Lily what works for him and the missus. We say frilly French undies and a box of wine. Yeah. Like box of wine. Too pure. too pure. And then he calls and says like a pickle you know, tells her to add a pickle to the sandwich, which, by the way, looked incredible. And I'm sure the pickle really would have helped. Um, yeah. But from, you know, from Marshall's perspective, who, like, he walks on the street. Have you ever seen you walk down the street? Right. Right. This is a continuation that. of that. You know, it's, it's really a continuation of that. <laughs> just, like, of his Midwestern roots and his just, like, being such a good guy and, like, good natured and people just loving him. And mm-hmm. Lily being a New Yorker and, like, no, it's very, very different. Yeah. Um. So... You know, but there's only kind of one way to undo this, and that would be to tell Marshall's family that they're not actually going to try to have a baby, which is just absurd. And Marshall's just kind of like, what? Like, no. Are you freaking crazy? You want me to give my dad a stroke? And um, Lily then pulls out her ultimate weapon, weapon, them titties. Titties. And gives a little, like, cleavage shot to Marshall, who just immediately loses it. Yeah. Like yeah. loses it. And he starts screaming that everyone just needs to calm down. He can't think in these conditions. Um, and just kind of like storms out like. Argh. Yeah. Argh. Um, 
a few things here. First of all, in the office, when somebody says the put a pillow under her lower back thing, that sounds like that sounds like his dad. And then like later in the episode, his dad asks about putting like a pillow under her back. Yeah, like in the book. So I mean, it, it probably wasn't him, like, but it sounded like him. So I don't know if they just used him twice, like used him as like an uncredited voice there or what. Maybe. But it sounded like uh, the actor. Um, and it's such like a specific line that he then later repeats. Right. Exactly. And like I, like I said in the season five recap, we haven't really – last season was very light on Marshall and Lily. We didn't get a lot of progression for them character-wise. And now, right away, we're seeing, like, it's like a a new door is opening into their marriage. Like, we haven't Mm -hmm. seen a lot happening in that apartment at all. And now we're finding out that they talk to his dad every single day. Mm -hmm. Like, we heard nothing about his dad last season at all. I don't remember the last time we even saw the, the Ericsons. It's been a long time. So mm-hmm. we're finally getting more Marshall and Lily. And we're finding out that Marshall has this deep relationship with his dad. I mean, of course, mm-hmm. I mean, of course he does, right? It's, and we're sure that it's been there the whole time, but it's great to see more of that. Um, as much as it, you know, despite it annoying Lily so much that that happens. Um, so that's really great. And uh the other thing was, oh, the piece about the piece that really pisses Lily off is when he talks about his dad coming to live with them. Yeah, for three I realized, months. like, because it cuts back, and I was like, I oh, know, I didn't finish I know, the whole thing. Go ahead. Yeah. So <laughs> I would just this lose is, it. I, I would lose it. It's so funny. And her reaction is like, oh my God, my husband is in, like, He's crazy. He thought we so talked about this. So my dad's just supposed to go and tell his boss, "Hey, well, I had a grand. I, love, I had a grandson." Yeah, right. Not a I'm child taking off for three months. Three I months. Lose my mind. I would lose my mind. <laughs> He's like, "We talked about this." No, we didn't. I meant me and my dad. <laughs> like she's just completely. He's so he's so excited <laughs> that he's just like full steam ahead and like. And that's no, where we get. Like, you're not even a part of this discussion, right? Yeah, like just have a baby with your dad, and then why don't you have a baby with your butt? And when Marshall's like screaming in her face, you can see Allison breaking at the very end. That must have. I think this this episode was hard for everybody to not break because <laughs> I remember it being in a lot of the bloopers on the mm. season six blooper reel. Because I mean, I'm sure Carter and Craig just make the set so fun and have all these and them together with Pam, they probably punch it up in all these fun ways and just let the, you know, the cast do whatever they want, like sort of mm-hmm. really go crazy balls to the wall for takes. Um, so yeah, that the have a baby with your butt thing was a big one for the blooper reel. I remember the, the stiff breeze or the light breeze mm-hmm. was one too. Mm-hmm. So there's all that um, in the middle of all this, we have Barney, bullying Robin about being ugly, basically. Mm -hmm. And I I will say, Barney seems like he's being pretty mean, but it's Robin. And he knows Robin, and he knows that Ted will just let her wallow for as long as she wants, 
but Barney can see that it that is not good for her. Maybe it's good right. for Ted. Maybe it's good for someone else. But he knows that she needs the kick in the ass that he would need to start. Mm-hmm. And I say taking care of herself again because for her, her self care is clearly not not looking. It like looks different than this. Yes, it looks different than this. And so basically, he's doing a, a challenge accepted to her. Right? Mm-hmm. He's he's saying you don't have you it. know each other so well. Yeah, he's like, you won't do it, basically. Mm-hmm. And we think she storms off offended, right? But we will we will learn differently very shortly. But as and then as Marshall storms out in a rage, in a creates a big in a sp- in a sperm filled rage. Sorry, men. Cindy catch right. Cindy catches eyes with Ted. So now Ted knows that Cindy knows. They both know that each other is there, and. I just have to say, Rachel Billson, why don't you know what to do with your body? <laughs> Did you notice she's like leaning on the bar and then she and then sees she's like, him and then she like puts her little arms down? Like, yeah. Cause she's just like a little lollipop. Right. Yeah, she's like a sweet little lollipop. And just I think head. she, it was just like a weird framing, I think, for that, but she just looks very awkward in that moment. So it's a weird, yeah, it's a weird little moment there. <laughs> it is. Um, Okay, so so Cindy makes her way over to Ted and um, asks to talk to him in private. And Ted is pretty nervous, and but he still, like, goes off to join her. And then Lily goes over to the bar um, to join Barney and asks what his opinion is. You know, Marshall – doesn't Marshall talk to his dad way too much? And Barney – like, I love Barney and Lily together in that way. Mm-hmm. And when they just kind of, like, get really honest with one another. Um, because I yeah. feel like when they're at this level, they really listen to one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and Barney's like, no. He's like, if I had my dad's number, like, I would call him every day. Like, I, there's no way I wouldn't do that. Which and, is a huge and, revelation, right? Like, Barney? Has Barney, has he ever talked about his dad besides Bob Barker? Not being Bob Barker, right. Like, he's admitting, you yeah. know, like – because. Yeah, it's just it's so crazy. And like Lily's like, oh my God, like, but you can't even finish the like the sentiment because Mar uh Marshall. Barney's head whips around and he's like, Hottie with a body just walked in, mm-hmm. making all these like gross comments. And he's like, No, Lily, look, look. And we turn over, the camera turns, and we see it's Robin and she's sundressed up. She's sundressed up. And in just 14 seconds, she got that cheesy guy <laughs> to approach her. Um, that was talking to Cindy and her, the girl that uh, Ted had called dibs on, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, and but now that he's, I love this. Now she's that he's proven the point. She can just scream. <laughs> and and she, Robin comes over to sit with the boys, and Barney tells her she looks super hot, and she's like, "Oh, do I?" And uh, she like, you know, takes the compliment, and then yeah. this is like probably the best part. She opens up her purse and takes out a fucking Cheeto just to yeah. show that she's, she's still her. You know what I mean? Like she could turn still it on her. when she wants to. Mm-hmm. And she's still she's still going through it. This isn't this isn't you know she isn't fixed right. There's still a lot to process. Right, it's an emotional this, support Cheeto in her. Yeah, purse. <laughs> it won't be the it won't be the last Cheeto. So there's mm-hmm. that. Um, I will say one of my f- again another favorite moment from the show is Robin being like, "Ah, still got, got it." it. Spanking herself and just being like, nice belt, oh, by the way. <laughs> and the guy kind of looks down. He's just like, fuck so yeah, Robin. Good. So good. Um, 
So then Cindy hugs Ted and apologizes, which he did not see coming. And it turns out dating him and then them breaking up was a real come to Jesus moment. We will mm-hmm. see more of that later on, as most of you know. Mm-hmm. Um, she really wants to make it up to him and doesn't know how. And Ted is, you know, himself. Where he's just like, oh, set me up with one of your friends. Blah, 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 blah. You know, because he's really just – he's now convinced – like yeah, with that. Yeah. He's now convinced that this girl at the bar is the roommate mm-hmm. who is his soulmate, right? And – Which, I mean – yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's possible. Well, it's possible, yeah, right? We so know that, at least. yeah, so um, he gets really excited because she's like, "Come say, come say goodbye before you leave," which he takes as, "I'll introduce you to this girl," mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and because of this, we get the birth of the high six, <laughs> which will never be heard from again. <gasps> but we oh. saw it happen. We saw it. Happen. But she didn't, so that's all that matters. That's true. That's true. So bad, so bad. Um, oh, this is so, my favorite part. <laughs> Go ahead. You want to talk about? No, 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 no. It. I'm just excited to talk about it. It's just so sweet. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so Lily runs after Marshall, which af- which you already pointed out, is not right upstairs. Like she had to like travel a distance to somehow catch right up with him as he's you know approaches the apartment. Yeah, uh, and she like tells him to wait up, and he's bitter, and I get it because like she's just shitting all over. Basically him and his family, you know? Yeah. And his phone starts to ring and it's his dad and he's going to answer it because it's my dad. Lily, I'm going to answer the phone. If my dad calls, I'm going to answer it. And so Marshall answers the phone and Marvin Erickson's just like too pure for this world. He's like, I know it's late, but how'd it go? Because he's just so excited, so pure, so genuine. He's like, did you do what the book said? Did you put a pillow under her back? Did it feel like a boy? You can tell. And then Marshall hangs up and and realizes that like, yeah, he's he's fucking crazy. Um, But that – she realizes too that like she's scared of letting Marshall down because mm-hmm. what if she can't have a baby and those qualities that are in his dad about just like his pure joy and exuberance, like are why she loves him too, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, she's just like really scared that she is going to let him down because what if something's wrong with her? Did you ever think of that? Right. And Marshall has just been so excited this whole time about the possibility of, not even the possibility, just like the reality of having a child because like he's an Erickson, of course. Yeah. They're going to have babies. Um, and he hasn't really considered that, but he hasn't considered it because as he tells Lily, like there's just no way that you could ever let me down. There's just, it's absolutely impossible. Um, and it's just like, this is this scene. This is the writing that we come to How I Met Your Mother for because there's like two moments here that I'm just like, ugh. and it reminds me of when, I, as we're talking about it and like talking about, oh, my dad's insane. It reminds me of when Lily jumped between him and Chloe and he's like, you're just insane. You're out of your mind. You know, that it, that's what it's reminding me of because like they're outside and they're talking yeah. about like it's, it's a good crazy, right? Um, that's what Chris always tells me. crazy and so like the the first the first bit here where he's just like he's so enthusiastic who's like that and she just says you you're like that and it's like oh my god 
And then I know one of the like I just this one the line where he's telling Lily like comforting Lily just the way he delivers it is just so beautiful. And you know when she says like Have you even thought about that? Not even for one second. Not having a baby would suck, but the idea of you letting me down that's impossible. Just like so. And it just like quick with it, Real. like it was didn't have to think about it. It was just an immediate gut reaction of like not even possible. And I think about like times in my relationship with Chris where like I've had some sort of fear about something, and he's just like, "No, dude, like that's that no, just so certain, that yeah, certainty. yeah." And I just love how Marshall and Lily see that you know, in each other, you know what I mean? Like how Mm -hmm. it just, like you said, it feels so real. I love the writing of it and just the way it plays out too between the two of them. It's so sweet. feel it. Allison Hannigan with the emotion. All the time. And I mean, Jason here too is incredible. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like the easiest thing in the world to, to love you is what it feels like. To love Lily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I will say Marshall's dad, when my dad calls, I answer, just put a pin in that one. Don't what? Yeah. I'm just saying put a pin in it. Just put a pin. Yeah. Sorry. I don't have to say anything more than that. Um, So then Ted hands over. Oh, I was going to say about Lily's anxiety. Like the whole time it isn't about Marshall's family butting in. It's it's that she just doesn't. Right. She's terrified to disappoint them. So, and that's, I mean, we all know anxiety manifests as one thing when it's really something else. And so it's that getting past that initial feeling and just having the bravery to actually say what's really worrying you that'll take the Mm -hmm. power out of it so i'm glad that she got there and then ted back at the bar heads over to cindy and her friend and future ted is telling us this you know about the sweet terrifying exhilaration of making your first move Mm -hmm. they're still just reeling us in we think this is the big moment where he's gonna finally meet the mother right and, you know, we've seen her – We the whole episode, we've seen him nervous and fixated on this girl. We've seen him at a, at a wedding. Like, it's all been leading to We're this like, moment. But it turns out it's all been leading to Cindy's moment. Mm-hmm. She is the main character of this story. It's like in the window, you know, where he wasn't the main character there yeah. in that yeah. love story either. And she kisses the girl. And it's she clear. Does it. She does it. By golly, she goes for it. It's clear we've been punked again by Carter and Craig. Thank you so much. <laughs> we get Barney with the camera. Like and yeah. Robin just amazed. Like, and ah. yeah. And I love this little piece of that girl wasn't your mother. She was someone else's mother. They both were. And it fast forwards to the two of them with their daughter. With the daughter. Getting their picture taken. And so sweet. Mm-hmm. There's look like a beautiful fake family. I know. I they're it. such a beautiful fake family. Yeah. Really, really sweet. It. And it just, it's very touching, especially at this point in, in the world of politics right now, where it's like kids with two moms can't even like talk about it at school in like Florida and other places. Like they can't even like talk about their own families. And like, we're supposed to believe that, you know. Cindy and her fake wife and fake daughter are this like obscenity, right? And just seeing like how sweet they were, I it just mm-hmm. like it just, just fucking got me while I was watching yeah. that. Um, 
So yeah, it's not the girl he's going to marry, and mm-hmm. it's not one of those big days for him. But we haven't been completely punked because we learned that very first scene at the wedding is the day we've been working toward this whole time mm-hmm. because that is the day he's going to meet the mother. So we now know the day he's going to meet the mother. It's going to be at a wedding. It's not. Mm-hmm. We have been waiting for that. We had no idea when, when, all in this what, when like we knew it was going to be a wedding, but we didn't know what wedding or when. Yeah. Right? We knew it was going to be a wedding because when we thought it was Victoria, it was like I met your mother at a wedding. I think that was a piece of Did it. Did we? Okay. Maybe. Victoria. I, I feel to, like I try, I try to pretend. That. I don't know. I try to pretend, but like I'm a, I can't remember what's a spoiler and what's I know, not, especially I know. at this point. I know. Like, um, but I do think – I think we're doing our best. And I do think that we yeah. already kind of knew that it was at a wedding that they Okay. Met. So it's fine. Yeah. Anyway, so we know the when, we know the where, but what we don't understand, but we don't know yet is who the F is getting married at this wedding. So we get a little answer to a question and then we get like 15 more questions, which is a wonderful thing for a season opener, right? Yeah. Um, it's not his wedding. It's not Marshall's wedding. Right. Um, but Ted is the best man. So process of elimination is... I guess it could be his sister, right? Yeah. It could be, but Marshall's in the wedding. That that makes it a little weird. Right. So that's a little weird. Who could it and be? And he's the best man. It's 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 Barney, Robin, or some other third person. Right? Has to be. Has to be. I wonder which of those it will be. I guess we'll find out. And then cue the rain. Looks like the yellow umbrella has not seen its last. Yeah. I love Like, did you bring an umbrella? Last no. moment. Yeah. So here we go. Here we go. We're in the second half. We're in the final half of this show. Oh, that's so weird. We are on a rocket now toward the end. And zooming. so much shit is about to happen. That's so exciting. I can't even believe it. Yeah. It's crazy. That's crazy. Crazy girl. Crazy. crazy. So at the very end of our episode, we get a, a little a little scene of Marshall sitting out on the stoop talking about his fertility journey with Lily and how, you know, they read about how, you know, like the statistics are, but they never thought they would, you know, be the <laughs> couple that had some trouble. But, you know, thanks for listening. And don't tell – you won't say anything to Lily. And, like, the camera pans out, and it's, like, literally, like, the neighborhood. People yeah. just walking by on the sidewalk who just, like, <laughs> know Marshall for whatever for whatever reason or whatever way, whatever capacity. And Marshall right. holding court on the sidewalk of New York City telling people about some of his most intimate <laughs> things with his wife after they've already talked about how he's told too many people. He can't be – he just can't help it. He can't. He can't. He can't. He's too damn enthusiastic. That golden retriever energy. So what did you think overall of Big Days? So good. I love Carter and Craig episodes. They're always so fun. And this one just like helps you like. Yeah. Yeah. Refocus on what the point of the show is, where we're going, gives us so many little like nuggets of information to look forward to. Yeah. Um, so yeah, pretty exciting. Yeah. How about you? 
Yeah, same. And if you've if you've seen season six, you know how much this episode is setting up. I know. Watching it was just like, oh. Yeah. And and you didn't and if you on my first watch through, I did I didn't notice, right? It didn't no. feel and we'll talk about it more as we get further into it. I'm specifically talking about one huge storyline, but it didn't seem it out wasn't of place like, or weird or or like, or like why is that why are they talking about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. It's so, a natural piece. Yes, it was a very natural piece. Um so yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for the season. It's a huge season. It's a season of growing up in a lot of different ways, right? It's not, it's a it's about marriage and and family, mm-hmm. extended mm-hmm. family, um, dealing with hard shit. Barney cares about his dad. Like, what's going to happen with that? Like, there's, there's. If I had my dad's number, I'd call him every day. Yeah, I'd never not be on the phone. I'd never not be on the phone with them. Like, what? God, so freaking sweet. Uh, So, yeah, so there's clearly going to be sort of a broadening of things, like learning more about new characters, maybe, or or having more time with characters that already Mm. exist, like in their extended family. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so it's going to be, it's going to be a great season. I'm excited. It's going to be a great one. Ooh, you ready to get into these legendary moments? I am, yes. Remember, awesome. uh, legendary moments are your favorite piece of the episode. Um, it could be anything you want. It could be your favorite moment, a feeling, a song, a scene, a an quote, outfit, an outfit, a hairstyle, anything you want. And if you are a patron, you will get yours read in its entirety. And some of you have, have enjoyed taking us to task with that. <laughs> So true. Thank you. Um, Our first one comes from Kalpesh, and Kalpesh writes, Hey, beautiful. Congrats on starting season six. I love you two so much. I'm so excited. I'm excited as hell for this season. This season made me a diehard Himyum fan. Okay, Mm -hmm. where was I? Yeah, my biggest problem with the season five finale was that it did not provide further hints about the mother. But Mm -hmm. Big Days starts with the big day. No spoilers. Moving ahead, my ledge mo is Robin. This episode belongs to her. Best wishes for the new season. And yeah, I have joined Team Beautiful on Patreon. Finally, my credit card worked. Love you both, Kalpesh. Thank you, Kalpesh. Thank you. Welcome. Yes, welcome. Double thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next up is Chris C. And Chris says, I'm excited to hear this episode from you guys. It's not one that I like, but you guys have given me a good new perspective on episodes that I haven't cared for in the past Mm -hmm. that have helped me to appreciate them more. So I am excited to hear what you say about this one. My legendary moment is Kobe. Another one for Rachel. Mm. Uh, for Rachel. For Rebecca. <gasps> I am having a stroke. Robin is her name. My legendary moment is for Kobe. She showed great comedic chops and timing throughout the whole episode, but especially when Robin was a mess. Great job by her and you guys. Oh, thank you so much, Chris. You Jesus Christ. And I just kept thinking of what's his name? Kobe. The Kobe lobster. Kobe beef. The oh, Co- and then the- John Cho. <laughs> yeah. It's Ooh. lobster fed with Kobe beef. <laughs> wow, that's a fucking deep cut. <laughs> oh, all right. It's Next late. Up- <laughs> it is late. Next up is Carlin. Carlin writes in. <laughs> 
Hi, K&K. Happy start of season six. It's so hard for me to choose my favorite moment or line of the episode. Ugly breakup Robin, Marshall's exit from work, any scene with Marshall's dad. So I'm going to give it up to the overall story shift from initially focusing Ted's love life to him no longer being the main character in the show. He mm. continues to step back and let his friend's lives highlight his pathway to meeting the mother. She's coming as fast as she can, and we are getting very clear descriptions to how it happens, and I am so excited. Big days are coming ahead for your podcast, too, and I can't wait for all the goodness to come. Oh, thank you, Carla. Thank you, Carla. What a great letter. A great letter. Yeah. All right. Next up is Martin. I still can't believe I called Robin Rebecca. Where the <laughs> fuck did Rachel. that come from? <laughs> It was Rachel, and then I corrected to oh. Rebecca. What the oh fuck is wrong of with course. me? Jesus. Rebecca. Oh, God. All right. Save me. Oh. Okay. Next up is Martin. <clears throat> My legendary moment is when Marshall is high-fived and cheered out of his office by his coworkers. The premise is absurd, but the delivery of it is great and not <laughs> out of character. The premise is absurd. <laughs> it's, it's so it absurd. absurd. Good call, Martin. Uh, the delivery of it is great and not out of character from Marshall who just loves to overshare thank you Martin that's such a good point yeah, and it's so you. true because this was definitely like a a treacle cutter as I've heard them call it where mm. it's a really it's a really serious issue like what to share when about mm -hmm. when you're trying to conceive because like Liz and I have had this talk right because she wants to tell her parents everything and and but in the beginning, I was saying more than she wanted. And I was oh. like telling my parents, my parents, pff, my mom and my sister. And my dad's fucking dead. Anyway. <laughs> no, it's been a lot of years. It's fine. Kate, your dad's dead. Sorry if that Aren't triggered you over people. That already? God, move on. <laughs> So I've been telling my mom and the ghost of my father way too much, way too many details about this. Hey, Dad. Hey, Dad. Guess what? No, it's IUI. I'll explain it to you later. Um, anyway. Oh, my God. We're going off the rails. Oh. Okay. So anyway, as I was saying, it's a it's a serious issue. So to do it with this and like the, all the fanfare, making it absurd is like. A great is a great premise for it. So, thank you, Martin. Appreciate ya. Caitlin's so mean, guys. No, remember the fork. I want to fucking. This, this is, is all payback for the fork. Yeah, just a loop. Oh fuck. Oh. All right, I'm sorry. Next go. up is Abner. Abner writes, my legmo undoubtedly goes to the countless numbers of number of foreshadowing moments in this episode and the way tiny details in this episode come back later in and shape some of the biggest moments in the series. Yes, mm. it's so full of like like what's to come. It's wild. And if you haven't yeah. seen the whole series through, like just get ready. Yeah, yeah. It's a big one. Set they yeah. set a lot of shit in motion here. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up is Jeff. And Jeff says, Hello, K and K. I hope you're both well. My legmo for this episode is probably Barney's picture perfect Barney reaction when the two women kiss. In real life, it would be uncalled for, but it fits Barney to a T. Agreed. And the sound effect is great too. Um, honorable mention to the playing. With perception, that is a hallmark of this show. Best, Jeff. Yeah. Mm. All those all those misdirections were great. It was so good. Yeah. Tim writes in, I can't wait to hear you ladies recap this. 14 seconds. 14 seconds and already some ding-dong is stepping up thinking he can get some of this broke off hoe. I still got it. All right, buddy, you proved my point. Now scram. Nice belt, by the way. <laughs> nice belt, by the way. So dismissive. Little, like, it's, and he just like. 
crumbles. I love it. Some of this broke off. Ho! <laughs> She's so oh fucking funny. God. Still got it. It's the one of the best gifs too, but it's hard to find <clears throat> for some mm. reason. Uh, thank you, Tim. Next up is David R. And David said, "Hey K and K, haven't had a chance to send a ledge moan in a while because you know life. We get it. Either way, I am ready for season six. I've started taking notes while I am watching the episodes so I can pick out my ledge moan, and then by the end of the episode, I have a lot written down. Same uh, for the this episode, I have two. <clears throat> the first is the intro." to the a little ways down the road. Having watched this show while it was on the air, my friends and I had a lot of theories. Obviously, without saying or giving away too much, this runner is a lot of fun. Yeah, this is not, and thank you for saying that, this is not the last time we will see this scene outside of the church. We're going to see mm. it a multiple different times with like little new bits sprinkled in. It's pretty, um, you'll remember it too. Like you'll see it again yeah. and again. Yeah. Which... People are really mad about season nine, but clearly it was never mind. We're I'm just gonna say it. It's late in the episode. If you haven't seen the if you haven't seen the series, just log off. But everyone's mad about how the season season nine is all about the big day, right? But guess mm -hmm. what? They've been teasing that since season six. It is the most it's important day. Not even a day. spoiler. Honestly, it's not even a spoiler. It's the most important day. And that's all we're gonna say. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, it the second. I know. I know. I know. Okay. okay. Sorry. <laughs> the second is the whole scene of Ted talking with Barney about the girl at the bar. NPH's physical comedy is great because when he says, but I want to see a pretty girl, and this in ju just in complete obvious fashion turns around in the booth to look at her, gets me every time. Same. I also mm -hmm. enjoy how Barney and Ted switch scripts right before with the just be cool for once. Be cool. <laughs> <gasps> Can you just once be cool? I don't know the exact number, but I do know Barney says it to Ted many times in the series, and it's fun to see Ted say it for once. Stay great, David R. Good call, David. Thank you. All right. Next up is Tish. Tish writes, hey, K&K, I can't believe we're here in the start of season six. I've said it numerous times, and I'll say it again. Season six is a comfort season for me for sure. I mean, it has all laughs, highs, lows, and even a bit of sadness. <clears throat> I'm looking at you, Ben. But I'm getting ahead of myself. This uh, such a good episode to start season six, and it does a lot to move the back half of the series. Mm -hmm. There are so many good moments, including the return of my girl Rachel Bilson, aka Summer Roberts. But my ledge mo goes to the banner that's hanging when Marshall leaves work. It's just a perfect way to kick <laughs> off this season. Anyway, here's to another season. Regards, Tish. Thanks, Tish. Thanks, Do we think Marshall had that banner made at the charts department? Had to. Yeah. Had to. Yeah. Also, I'm okay. Here in Tish's Legmo is Rachel. And then who's the next one from? It's Rebecca. Rebecca. That's where you got all those yeah, mom names from. But <laughs> <laughs> it was also like Rachel's Cookies and Treats was a big thing. Oh, yeah. Right. Rachel Bilson. So I, I see, I still have thanks to Rich's Cookies and Treats down here in our in our script. So that's um still thank you, but it was just it was just the fart of all farts right there for my brain. It was so good to win. Anyway, me. last but not least is Rebecca. That is her name. Uh, my legendary moment for big days is at the end of the episode where Marshall asks Ted if he has an umbrella. And Ted says he doesn't have an umbrella. 
added to the fact in previous episodes that we know the mother has the umbrella and Ted says he met the mother at a wedding could be one step closer to meeting the mother, which excites me. Other moments I enjoyed include Robin proving her hotness by coming into the bar in a sundress and only taking 14 seconds for some guy to hit on her and Barty saying if he had his father's number, he would ring him all the time, which was sweet. This isn't my favorite season premiere, but it sets up a lot of the things for the season, which is always good. Rebecca from the UK. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you, Rebecca. All right, Caitlin, what is your legendary moment from Big Days? I like jumped around a lot in my head Mm. about what it was. Like I loved so many different pieces of it. Like I loved silly things with like, you know, Marshall losing his mind. I loved Robin, (laughs) like finding her power. But I think I was so – to me, that says I just have to give it to, even though Rebecca said she didn't like this as a season opener, as a season opener. Like, mm. I think it was just, it's setting a lot of things in motion for the, like, was it Tish said, I think, like for the back half of the series. Yeah. So yeah. it's made me excited to rewatch this episode, knowing what season six, seven, eight, and nine are going to be like, and just <sighs> all yeah. of that. So that's what I, yeah. But I also that's love good. Robin. Finding yeah. Robin is great. I know. The I you know. still got yeah, it is yeah. a is a runner up for me. I would say, um, yeah, yeah it you. was it was a really balanced episode, right? Like everybody yeah. had yeah. a great story, and everyone was firing on all cylinders. Marshall and Lily, like, yeah, like you kind of like the Ted things kind is like the a a plot, but everything kind of feels really central. So it's awesome. Yeah, um, for Even me, it's developed. the the final bit with Marshall and Lily on the steps, and like just those really sweet sweet lines between them i just i just yeah. live for the marshall and lily stuff so yeah me too it's so that's, great yeah that's that that's my legendary moment and that's episode one of season six hey we did it Yay. the Thank sun for- came down as we did it as it always will <laughs> yeah um, thank you for listening, everybody. We will see you next time for Cleaning House. Um, make sure to send us your legendary moment to heybeautifulpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to put the title of the episode in the subject line so that way we can find it. Uh, if you love this recap, be sure to leave us an Apple Podcast review. They just fill our bucket up and we love reading um, what you guys have to say about what we're doing so thank Mm -hmm. you please leave them it also helps our podcast to grow and more hb um fans to find each other and be sure to subscribe on apple Podcasts, spotify or stitcher so you never miss a recap oh fuck all right go ahead hope you'll come back next episode because it's gonna be legend wait for it This has been Hey Beautiful with your hosts, Kate Gorton and Caitlin Turner. Our intro-outro music is by Owl Oz. Bye, everybody. We'll see you next time. See you next time.